Hey y'all, this is Confidently Free. Hey, I'm Mr. Cornerstone. And you're listening to another episode of the Becoming, Becoming One, One Podcast. My head's being cut off on the video. Mm, that's so fortunate. It's talking problems. So guys, hey, how you doing? Welcome back to those who have been rocking with us and listening and being a part of these conversations. We appreciate you for sticking with us. Whether you've been here for episode one, five, or even ten, thank you. What's going on, people? We appreciate you. And also want to let the first time listeners set to stumbling over my words. We want to say hello to the first time listeners. That's what I was trying to say. Hey, we appreciate you for tuning in and listening. You didn't have to take the time out of your schedule to listen to us, but you did. We appreciate you for that. If you didn't know, you can find us on social media, on Facebook and Instagram at Becoming the number one podcast if you want to email us ask us questions leave us um, a message about some story you might have you could type that on up and send it over to becoming one podcast at gmail.com but if you want to leave a voice message you can do that if you're streaming on anchor leave us a voice message there or you can leave us a voice message in our dm on instagram and if you're streaming on any other platform apple podcast Castbox, spotify leave us a review Rate us, give us some feedback. We would greatly appreciate it. Let's get it. the five star rates, people. Yeah, five yeah. stars. Yeah, yeah. So with that being said, I'm gonna go ahead and ask Travis. Travis. What up? How you doing? I'm doing all right. So did a lot of moving and grooving today. Mm-hmm. Um everybody was at home. TJ got in trouble this morning. He pissed me off this morning. One of my pet peeves is lying. And he just straight up. It wasn't good. Just straight up lied. And it was just about something simple as, you know, did you pee in the bed? I don't expect him to have every dry night. And he knows that. And he just didn't want to get up and take a shower. So he said that he didn't. And then I go up there to look out his window and I step in just wetness. Wetness. I'm like, okay. He either there was no way there was it was there was just no way it was that much sweat. So I knew what it was. So he it was he was just in trouble. And it like it 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 just took me all the way all the way to the top. Like he that was that was just that that to me is just pure disrespect. So started off rough. Anyway, got a lot done today, so I'm good. All right. How are you? I am good. Um, had a meeting this morning. Meetings do something to me. I don't know what it is, but it's just one of those things where it's like, all right, trucking along and moving forward. So I was really happy. Got a couple more meetings scheduled in the upcoming week, so super excited about that. Some projects are coming to full circle. I'll say it like that. And so um, that's got me excited got some um got people that i care about person that i care about who's coming to visit soon i'm super excited about that and um yeah september's just been a good month overall um and back to tj why would you want to just sit in that stuff like last night i was awake till three i know i cut you off i'll let you finish you know what i mean like kanye said but i was awake till about three o'clock yes today three o'clock this morning Right, I heard him get up 
And I'm thinking, oh, he finally learned how to get up. Yeah, when you brought it up, he could have. That would have been a perfect time to say, actually, Dad. Yeah. I think he just didn't want to disappoint you. I think he thinks that we believe, and I, even though we say it over and over, he thinks that peeing in the bed is the problem. But he does it. Sorry about that, y'all. We uh trying a different setup here. Technical so, difficulties. Yeah. But so I don't believe that TJ thinks peeing in the bed is a problem. I believe and th- I believe what he says. And he says that he didn't say it because he didn't want to leave everybody else. So when he's in the shower, everybody else is doing something that he doesn't know about. Mm-hmm fear of missing out so because he didn't want to miss out on whatever was going on while he's doing something else Mm -hmm. and he doesn't know what everybody else is doing he says that he didn't so that he could stay Mm. so i'm going to believe what he is saying but that that then makes me wonder like there are some days where he'll just be like, I peed in the bed. And be like, all right, we're in the shower, and he goes and gets in the shower with no issue. Yeah, but I mean, there's other days where you just need more contact and attention. Hmm. So fair enough. He has a baby sister who just cries and gets a lot of attention. Then Atara, and he's at school most of the day, so he literally doesn't know what's going on here outside of. The afternoons and the weekends now at this point when when he started this covid stuff and even before that it was always around everything so well then i think he also just doesn't want to miss stuff too like how Aaliyah's starting to take steps right if i say something about it and he's not around he'll run over what happened what happened what did i miss what did i miss and so now when he does catch it it's just like so mesmerizing to him because he's there inside so I'm going to believe that. And that's what I believe is the truth. Mm-hmm. I believe he's telling the truth when he says that. But nobody wants to play no. and have like pee all over their lap. No. Like I don't have a problem wrestling wrestling with you. But if I get to wrestling with you and you like smear oh. pee on me, oh, it's over. Mm-hmm. It's over. It's bad. Take a shower. It's all bad. And the and my thing is. Again, I don't really care that he peed in the bed because, you know, I mean, that's what kids do. You got to expect that right up until a certain point. But at his age, it's going to happen every now and again. But to just boldface lie about it because you didn't want to not see anything. You got pee on you, bro. I guess he figured it's dry. So the pee is gone. Oh. I think he thinks that. that now that part I do I do believe. I, th- I think he believes if you wipe it off or if it's dry, then it's gone. It's not there anymore. But I made it clear to him that I wasn't mad that he peed mm-hmm. and that I was angry that he lied to me about it. Mm-hmm. Right. I would, that's That was abundantly clear. And then I had him sit. He looked at the wall for a while. And then I had him sit and kind of just breathe in, breathe out, and just keep saying to himself, you know, uh, I am truthful. I tell the truth. I tell the truth. I tell the truth. So you say, I tell the truth. You breathe in, you know, take a deep breath. You let it out. You know, just let it go kind of thing. And I made him do that for about 30 minutes. Just, Just saying, I am truthful. 
I tell the truth. Mm-hmm. I am truthful. I tell the truth. And it's kind of like a breathing thing that I've been working on for a while. And it started with him being afraid to take the shower. Yeah. A shower, rather. Not the shower. <laughs> but take a shower. I started him like with these breathing techniques then. And on and off he does it. And then just this week, I started with them before they go to sleep. Mm-hmm. So it's becoming more and more a part of it. And now Tara's joining in on it. I saw that. Yeah. She's picking up on a lot of stuff, which I think is super dope. But I know there was no way in the world. When when it was happening, I was like, there was no way in the world that I could be, that I could step into God's shoes. Because if people were praying to me mm-hmm. and lying to me like this, it'd be like nothing but fire. Like, <laughs> fire. I know you're lying. Burn. Boom. You turn into like a just dust. It's just so much. I, that is my pet peeve. And I just feel like there's no reason to lie. Because you, it's not like he, it's not like he got in trouble like we got in trouble. Oh no! You know what I mean? I, I think, yeah. He, that's just he was birthed into that grace because, ooh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So we talk to him. He might get you know time in his room. He'll have to think. He'll have to explain himself. He'll have to talk, sit, breathe. You know. It's Whatever. not a it's not a humiliating type of situation. It's not a shameful or um like guilty type of thing where you shouldn't have like oh you peed right. in the bed oh, like what's wrong with you? It's none of that. And I do scold him. Scolding him is not the same thing as making him feel shameful about what he did. Yeah. Yeah, right. I do scold him as far as like, you know, you this is not up to par like this is does not meet the standard that we've set for which you is you speaking into his identity right and so to to that and i'm i mean like i dig in mm-hmm. uh i don't believe that just letting him fly on everything is the way to go especially you know just for he's gonna he's a black boy and he's just gonna have to be ready mm-hmm. so I don't believe just letting him fly is the way to go. And I believe that he has to learn. That's that's what I call discipline. We learn how to be a disciplined individual. Mm-hmm. But so he does get it. Like, I guess you would just call it talking to. Uh, and at the end of it, we go right back to where we were. You know, he after we were done, we hugged and he came. He did his work where I was. I think he water. liked that. He might have. Does he seem like usually when you try to get him to do work, he, but he was like, oh, where's my stuff? Okay, bye. Yeah. So he worked up here with me this morning until the afternoon. And, you know, he did his writing and coloring, I think it was. But, you know, after that, it was just like back to, it wasn't normal. Like he didn't get like the freezer pop after dinner and he didn't get a chance to sit down and watch the game. But tomorrow it's back to like it never happened. Mm-hmm. That's how I do it anyway. Yeah. Like you, you're gonna get dealt with that day, and then the next day, I'm not worried about it. Mm-hmm. So, and, and since we're on the topic of, of lying, okay, since that uh-huh. was a part of the situation, so here's my thing. For those who don't know, I'm sure everybody knows. But for those who don't know, earlier in this week, the day before yesterday, it it, it got out that Cardi B filed for a divorce from Offset 
alleged uh, cheating once more. Now, this is my thing. When it first happened, however long ago, I think it was like well, last year, you report that, something like that. Um, she was like, at first, she was like, I'm done, you know, getting a divorce, whatever, whatever. We separated, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then it went to, okay, I want to work on my marriage. We're going to stay together. Your business. Fine. Ain't questioning that. Ain't got nothing to do with me. What I don't understand is how people... And I don't, I don't know offset. I don't know what's going on in his mind, but it's like, why do people continue to like, why are you trying to continue to be in a relationship when you know, or your behavior says, this is not what you want. Like I, what the lying portion of it, like what would make it better? Would, would she have, and I don't know, but I, I can't, I can imagine it probably played out like it did the first time she found out about it. Would it have been any different if he was upfront about it? Like, Hey, I just want to let you know this is what I did. Would the forgiveness piece be the same as it was the first time around? <laughs> probably not. Like, say it probably end up the same way. Like, like just thinking yeah. through that, like in this in this notion of lying about something. So it's one thing to not be faithful and you hide and stuff and you being sneaky, sneaking around. But a lot of times you don't hear the stories about how people say, you know, I just felt really guilty and then I brought it to my significant other and I told the truth. You don't hear about that. You just hear about people sneaking around in line. But do you think, because in my opinion, I can't see how I would emotionally be different in either situation. I think if there was the lying and the cheating and the sneaking around as opposed to. Hey y'all, technology does not want us to be great. I don't know what the issue is, but as I was saying, so well, just for for them that was like a split second. So what happened was we were we've been trying to move to video, and we recorded everything. We saw <laughs> the timer ticking. We saw it recording, and then it like saved nine minutes of it. So. Right now, it's been over 12 hours since that last little fade out that you're listening to. And, uh, yeah. So we're going to just try to pick up where we left off 12 hours ago. So I was saying, I can't imagine being emotionally different if someone were to come to me and say, Hey, I cheated on you. I felt really bad about what I did. I just want to let you know. As opposed to me just finding out and the information not being brought to me and the person not being forthcoming with the information. The hurt to me is still the same. Um, or I should say the initial hurt. I think in either scenario, there's still this level of mistrust because you have this notion of the lying, the sneaking around, the not being forthcoming. And then you have this notion of, well, I did all these things, but now I feel bad. So to get it off my chest, now I'm going to come and tell you that I lied and snuck around and cheated. Yeah. So it's like in both scenarios, you were a liar. But for a moment, you decided to tell the truth. And this whole, well, you know, I didn't want to tell you because I didn't want to hurt you. Hurt is hurt. You, you got to deal with it nonetheless. It just reminds me of that episode of, what was it? Mary Mary? Where, um, Mary Mary? Yes. 
the singing group, the two sisters. Oh, you're talking about? Oh, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, and she was basically saying, like, as she tries to heal from, you know, the infidelity, there's another woman that, you know, gets brought up. And then she's trying to heal, and there's another woman, and another one, and another one. It's just this pain over and over and over again. She I basically, you were like. trying to compare Cardi B to. No, I'm not comparing her. I'm just saying this idea of you trying to spare me after you've done something. At the the end of the day, the the behavior of it all is still selfish. And even coming forth to be honest, to me, I mean, it's great that you're telling me the truth. Because my biggest thing is I don't want no STD from you, from whoever you decided to be with. I don't want it. You keep that. So... It's great that you're telling me because now I can take care of myself in that manner and make sure I'm good. But even still, most of the time you hear about people deciding to get things off of their chest. It's so almost so that they'll feel better. Not about what they did, but so the guilt isn't just sitting on them. Right. So, yeah, I, I don't get it. I don't understand the notion of wanting to be married, but yet and still you're going out and sleeping with all of these people but you say with your mouth and even in your heart that you want to be married that to me doesn't register as something that's someone of a sound mind that is literal cognitive dissonance where you're holding two contrary beliefs in your mind at the same time right but i mean we always do that you know like we i I, like for me I like to work out, mm-hmm. but I also like chips, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So the same, it's true. Both of those things are true. Um, you know, I, but I, for, for him, it's kind of like if he, if Cardi B is the working out, mm-hmm. his wife, and then all these other women are the chips, mm-hmm. like for scale wise, it would be. Like me having access to like a a bag of chips, you know, for, I don't know, a month or whatever. And he has the keys to a chip factory. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Like people are coming to this man like constantly like, hey, you you know, just just so you know, it's it's here if you want it. Mm -hmm. Just so you know, it's here if you want it. Just so you know, it's here if you want it. But you got chips though. Right. It's not like you don't have it. Yeah, you ain't got chips. You have chips. Yeah, but I mean, that's it's like, not. That's like if I'm eating my food and one of the kids is like, let me get some of your food. I'm like, fam, you got your food on your plate over there. Why do you want mine? I mean, but like, look at this. You, I think you kind of set yourself up right there. Mm. Right. Like if we went out to eat, I get my food. You have your food. If you like something on my plate, even though you have your food, are you going to want what's on my plate? But that's the thing, though. I don't want all of what you have. I just want a little bit. Neither does he. He don't want all of whatever woman that he, was. He, he eating off everybody's plate in the doggone restaurant, though. Yeah, he is. And I mean, I'm not trying to make excuses for the man. I'm just saying that it's bigger than just, like, cheating. Mm-hmm. It's not about, like, not wanting to be married or not wanting the family. Like, he has issues that he has to deal with mm-hmm. that have nothing to do with the family at all. I think that also kind of speaks to that notion of how black men deal with things in their minds and in their emotions. Because to be dealing with something that's basically causing or triggering him to seek out all of these outside, whatever it is he's looking for, it's him basically 
acting out something he's not addressing, so to speak. Because if right. you were to ask him, I'm sure, and I don't know him, but I'm sure he will probably say, like, if you ask him, do you have an issue or is, is there something going on in your heart? Blah, 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 he would probably say, oh, I'm good. I'm fine. Probably. A lot of unaddressed issues. And it's not, it has nothing to do with his family, has nothing to do with Cardi, because a lot of people were coming at her like, oh, apparently that WAP can't do whatever it is that you said it could do. All these things. Everybody coming at her. It has nothing to do with her. Yeah, but those got to be jokes, so that can't be. Some people are serious. Some people are literally like, oh, well, have said, well, she she wasn't wife material anyway. Completely taking away from his involvement, completely taking away from his actions, solely putting the divorce on her. It's her fault. She was, I mean, she was a stripper. So even in that sense, um, it just, it's it's this, this picture, the smokescreen almost of I'm not the issue. And I don't, I don't know all of Offset's story, but from my, I think he was like raised by his mom. His dad wasn't in the house. Um, that just makes me even talk, think about like, well, what were the role models like in his life? What were the men who were like there who could have been mentoring him? All of these different things are just showing somebody how to be a man and be emotional. I mean, either it, even if they weren't there or whatever, that at the end of the day, it's on him. Mm-hmm. Right, it's on him. It was his decision to do what he had to do, not what he had to do, but what he did do. Mm-hmm. Right, it was. It's on him. He made that decision. He just gonna have to live with those consequences. And for from my knowledge, you know, if I'm right or wrong, let me know. But from my knowledge, it's not the first time. So, no, this is the second time. From, yeah. Well, that it's been public anyway. It's been the second time, and the first time, you know, there were all these, and I call them theatrics because I thought it was a little extra, but. You know, like coming on stage while she's trying to do a show. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember all that. of this stuff, and it's just like, but I mean, sir. you he trying to get back to to what a regular relationship, like the you know what I mean, like if if you mess up, you do things to try to get back to where it was. That's that's usually the pattern. So he messed up. He's doing things. He's trying to make these grand gestures mm-hmm. to get back to where you know he thought he was mm-hmm. and that's that's all I, I mean it wasn't I didn't look at it as much I just saw it as a man that had money and opportunity trying to do what he thought he should be doing mm-hmm. so if like, we can't we can't view him through the same lens as us cause right. he's just it's just different mm-hmm. right he has more opportunities he has more resources resources you know what I'm saying and from what I can tell, he doesn't have the proper guidance around him. Mm-hmm. Or if he does have proper guidance around him, he's not listening to him. Right. So either way, uh, that man, he needs some help. And what he did was completely wrong. Yeah. And if people are saying that it's Cardi's fault, they wrong too. Because they ain't got nothing to do with Cardi. And they ain't got nothing to do with his daughter. Mm-hmm. That has everything to do with that man making a, a decision. You know, we all are faced with things right yeah we all have eyes we all have ears we're told things where we see what we're attracted to we you know what i'm saying it's like it's out there mm-hmm. whatever you want you can find whatever yeah. you're attracted to you can find uh whatever ism it is that you like you can find mm-hmm. so for him it's it's out there and they're literally just throwing themselves out 
at him and a lot of the stuff that women say or people say when it's something that they want they'll say some wild crazy stuff mm-hmm. like from from what I've heard women just tell him it's it's like just wild like what, what like what's wrong with you mm-hmm. right like people it, it and it tripped me out because I'm thinking it's not like the world doesn't know they're together yeah. it's not like people don't know that they're married well, like, people don't care like people really that's such that's so that's such trash people really don't care like if it's normal to people or people think it's normal for people to just cheat you know what I'm saying like, like that's just a part of every relationship that's what they think mm-hmm and a lot of people believe that they believe that you can't have a marriage without some type of cheating going on within the marriage mm-hmm. but again that's that person's choice and once you learn that that is actually your choice you know what I'm saying like that's something that you have to deal with mm-hmm. I've made a conscious decision in my mind not to mm-hmm. right and I'm I'm of the belief that anybody can cheat Anybody's capable. So I'm not saying that I'm not capable of cheating because mm-hmm. I am. I believe that everybody is. But what I am saying is that I'm putting extra precaution as far as I can tell, mm-hmm. right? Maybe maybe there could be more. I don't know. But as far as I can tell, I'm putting extra precaution that if I were to end up in any situation that I'd be able to get up out of there. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, whether that's emotional or physical. That's just the way that I think, because I don't think that uh, I look at myself with so high a standard mm-hmm. that it's not possible. Yeah, you know, I'm not saying that that if you have cheated, that you're just like, oh, like garbage. I don't believe that he's garbage, even though he's done it twice. Uh, there's people in my circle who have cheated, mm-hmm. right? And I don't believe that they're garbage. And I do believe that they are good people. They just had some mistakes. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why I kind of paint that picture that way. Because mm-hmm. I know people in my personal circle who I know uh, very well. And I know them to be good people and have good hearts and want the family. Mm-hmm. But they themselves have made some mistakes for whatever reason it is. And it, it makes me think, because this is how... I know that I that he ain't done with me yet, okay? When you think of the Lord, when you think of God, it's like he loves us to this degree of there's no way I would ever turn you away. Right. Knowing that to be, to be in a relationship with us, we are going to regularly do things that are hurtful to him. Right. And yet and still he's like, I, you know what? I still want you. And I'm thinking to myself, I as a human am trying to wrap my mind around living that out in flesh like i i can't understand the magnitude of the grace that he extends to us but you can though what do you mean like maybe not to that extent fully like mm-hmm. maybe you can never fully understand but you can get a glimpse of it oh a glimpse yes you know i'm saying? just saying like if so we're married so if for the six years that we've been married, let's say every year, it's one thing, it's one thing, it's one thing, it's one The Lord is just like, you know what? You ask for forgiveness, you're forgiven. And he don't bring it up and think about it no more. I can't imagine every year for the past six years, you coming to me saying, I cheated on you again. I just wanted to, to put that out there. Will you forgive me? 
And it's like, I'm literally have, would have to live this life of thinking, it's, is this really over? Is this, is this behavior done? Is, is this behavior, are we moving, really moving past this? Right. So I, I'm not saying one way is right and one way is wrong, but I can understand how if this has been a second time of infidelity, and like I said earlier, my biggest thing is I would feel the betrayal of you didn't care enough about my own personal physical health and well-being because this whole this whole STD situation that be floating around I ain't with that but again it has nothing to do it would have nothing to do with you I understand that but your behavior can literally physically impact my life yeah so that that I just I'm just saying anyway so for her you know this is like the second time around I get it I can understand it but then at that same time it's like oof where do you like when do you know it's enough like I'm done and it's rhetorical obviously but yeah she has every right to leave that man uh for just for the simple fact that he cheated like he broke that union he broke that bond and that uh What's, give me the give covenant. Me the covenant. Yeah, he broke that covenant. She, if she's not feeling it, she's ready to be gone. She's tired of being disrespected. Then bounce. Yeah. You know what I mean? He need to go work on himself. Figure out what he has going on mentally. Right. Uh, I, we all in in my mind, everybody has the opportunity to mm-hmm. cheat. Has had, will have, maybe is in the middle of getting an opportunity to mm-hmm. cheat. Right. But he chose to take those opportunities when he shouldn't. And you know it's, it's not like like people always say, well, it just happened. There are many things that lead up to this. It just happened. It's like you're making all of but these. you don't really know that. No, I'm saying there's a lot of small choices that are made that right. take you into that direction. But you never notice those small choices. You never really see it. It's mm-hmm. always like one thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I'm just going to go to the corner store. And then, like, for instance, a kid, like, I'm, okay. I'm laying into a kid's story. Follow me in my mind. Like, All right. Your, your I'm child's fine. like, hey, mom, can I go to the uh, family dollar real quick? It's just around the corner. I'll be right back. Mm-hmm. You're not going to do nothing while you're gone, are you? No, I'm just going to go to the store. I'm coming right back. So then they go to the store. And while they're at the store, right, I don't know, maybe they see a dog and they get scared. So they run in a direction that they're not supposed to go. Then mm-hmm. while they're over there. They see, I don't know, an ice cream truck or whatever. They get ice cream. And then they go. And next thing you know, they're like five miles outside of where they're supposed to be going. But it was all these little steps. And then you go and look for them. Like, yo, like, where? I thought you said you was just going to the store and back. Well, I was. But then there was this dog. And then I got some ice cream. And then that's where I got to. You know what I mean? They start rattling off. And I understand like, what you're saying. What is going on? I'm just thinking that relating it to an emotional situation. Or maybe not even emotional, but... Emotional probably isn't the word, but it's something that is enticing enough. So it's like it'll start with a DM and then you get the DM. So then you respond to the DM. So already you read it. Okay. You can either delete it or you can respond. You choose to respond. And then from there, it's all of these little small things. And it might not even be a DM. It could be all these other things. You might see somebody in person. But the point is, there's all of these little small things that lead you into that direction is what I'm saying. Plus, in their relationship, we don't really know what their marriage is like. 
That's true. After he cheated the first time, they might have already been rocky. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we don't know the direction they were going in, mm-hmm. right? We don't know how open of communication they had. Right. Both of them have busy schedules. We don't know how much access they have to each other, right? You know what I'm saying? Like he could, it could have been at a point where she didn't really trust him, mm-hmm. and if she didn't really trust him and he couldn't really talk to her, then he felt like he needed to talk to somebody, but she wasn't available. And this is just all yeah. could be's, right? And Should've he went would've. to talk to somebody else. That right there could be the start of him having an affair. Mm-hmm. It's just that simple fact that he couldn't talk to her at that time, mm-hmm. which is selfish. To in my thinking, that's selfish. Because that's who you're supposed to be talking to. Mm-hmm. And if you can't talk to him at that time, you're supposed to wait. You don't go and build up another relationship with somebody else because you couldn't have access. And right that then. takes a very mature mindset, though. That that notion of this isn't a good time. I'm not going to go and have these other conversations or share this with someone else. I, this is the, This is my person. And maybe me and my person aren't good right now. But I'm going to wait until me and my person are good. Or even if I'm in a good enough space to communicate and say, hey, this is what's going on. This is how I'm feeling. Well, what I have to say is that's supposed to be where your wedding party comes in. Mm-hmm. The people that were there when you got married, the groomsmen, yada, yada. If you and your wife are on rocky terms, the wedding party is supposed to be there to point y'all back to each other. Mm-hmm. Right. So his best man should have been the person that he was talking to. If he had a best man. If he did. I don't know. But it should be somebody there. Hopefully people have this. If you don't, you need to get one. That if you and your partner are on rocky terms, you need somebody that you can go and talk to that will point you back to your partner. Yeah. Because that's important. Right. Otherwise, you just... You out there, brother. And that's why, I mean, relationships like that, not just with the wedding party, but... If you go all the way back to the beginning of the relationship, that's why it's so important to have a good foundation of friendship between both people. Because when you are really close with someone, and a lot of times, you know, people will say, oh, no, my husband's not my best friend. Well, then y'all need to get to be better friends because that relationship right there will keep the openness of the relationship. It will allow you to kind of go back and forth and be that transparent and that open and that vulnerable with that person and share everything that's going on inside. So that way that communication doesn't just kind of fizzle out as your relationship, you know, gets older. So, ooh, y'all, that's what I had on my mind. So, this is Confidently Free. And Ms. Cornerstone. And you just listened to another episode of the Becoming, Becoming One, One Podcast. Podcast. All right, y'all, be easy.